live straight from a Sigerian simulation within a simulation of a simulation where Sinbad was in Shazam and Berenstain is of course spelled with an EI. We present the inaugural episode of Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. Hello, welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, the excellent job on the first ever intro of, of this podcast, Brandon. <laughs> thank thank uh, you so much. So, so yeah, so welcome to our new uh, unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. My name is Travis, and that wonderful intro that you just heard was, was from Brandon. Brandon, why don't you tell the people a little bit about who you are? Oh, hello. I am Brandon. Thank you so much, Travis, for that wonderful but basic introduction. I am Brandon Cruz. Uh, I am I am one of the hosts of the weekly podcast, Apathetic Enthusiasm. And I say weekly, but we we just change that to biweekly. Look, that's not. It, it comes out on weeks. <laughs> there are weeks that it comes out. So pretty much, you know, weekly is so, so somewhat accurate. <laughs> so I'm not wrong. Uh, I also host the weekly Twilight Zone recap podcast, submitted for your approval. Uh, and so we are both lovers of Rick and Morty, aren't we, Travis? Absolutely, yes. I'm Travis Menard. I also host Apathetic Enthusiasm and have appeared on Submitted for Your Approval. I have another podcast in development, more to come on that. And, uh, of course, hosting this show, Interdimensional RSS. Uh, all of that stuff over at apatheticenthusiasm.com. So, yeah, uh, you are the reason that I'm a fan of Rick and Morty. I think... <laughs> I think squarely the blame can fall on your shoulders. Uh, but yeah, you, you insisted that this was, this was before season two started. Mm -hmm. uh, you had the season one DVDs and you're like, man, you, you got to watch this show. You absolutely have to check out Rick and Morty. And I was hesitant, um, but you, you, you gave me the DVDs. I had the flu and I was like, I'm going to be in bed anyway. <laughs> Let me just watch this show. I fell asleep during half of the episodes, not because they were dull or uninteresting, but because I was feverish and, and vomiting. <laughs> so, uh, but once I had regained my health and could actually pay attention to the show, uh, immediately fell in love with it and was hooked for season two. And here we are. Here we are. How did you get started actually watching Rick and Morty? How did you uh, stumble upon it? Here, here we are. Yeah. I, I was I was in Korea. I was living in a in a dorm room in Korea. Korea. And in between uh, games of leagues of Leg League of Legends and StarCraft, I said, uh, "Oh, let me let me watch some TV." And actually, I watched a lot of MST3K on YouTube. Uh, and then my my buddy's like, "No, you have to check out this this show." And he just sent me clips on YouTube of Rick and Morty, and it was mostly clips from Ricksy Minutes. All that Gazorpazorp <laughs> field and uh, two brothers, right? And I, like him and I, were just drunk playing games and just laughing about these quotes over and over and over again. And so I was like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna watch actually the full episodes. And it was there that I was like, ah, this is this is great. I'm uh, the the Blu-ray came out, and it was one of those those few series that I said, you know, what? I have to I have to buy it. I have to buy it on Blu-ray or DVD because I need to support the show because this is it's a brilliant show, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I I think both of us have a history of enjoying various forms of animation. You have been a Simpsons and Futurama fan uh, for what your whole life, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so we definitely don't shy away from a show like this just because it's in an animated format. And I think we may even gravitate towards it a little bit more uh, yeah. for that reason. 
Um, but the fact that they deal with, you know, more uh, intense uh, sci-fi elements and things like that, and just the the relationship between Rick and Morty and the rest of the family uh, is an immediate draw for me. And so I am excited that we can that we've actually made the somewhat quick decision to throw together this podcast where yes. we are going to uh, episode by episode as season three's episodes come out. Uh, we will be doing episode recaps, our our feelings on the episode, as well as pulling in uh, your thoughts, thoughts from the internet at large, and hopefully have a few uh, features within those episodes too, where maybe we can have some interesting guests, interviews, or really pick apart different elements of the show and uh, take a closer look at what makes Rick and Morty so unique. Absolutely, Travis. Absolutely. And and I want I want to point out that you brought up an interesting thing about uh, us gravitating more to the show because because of the animation. And I think that is is so true for a lot of folks because you know if like we're we're both lovers of Lost, obviously. Uh, well, obviously guilty as charged. Obviously to you and me because we know each other. <laughs> but uh, you know, like Lost, you know, has that sci-fi trope. Um, I Twilight Zone has a lot of sci-fi fantasy. I think that the animated form allows the show to really explore some of these, some of these adult sci-fi concepts uh, a little bit, a little bit easier than, than maybe something on like ABC family specifically. Oh yeah. Well, and definitely, and they can, because of the fact that they're on adult swim uh, and not ABC family, it's, it's on later at night. (laughs) They can, uh, they have a little bit more freedom, both uh, in the comedy aspect, but also, sort of the subject matter and, and the things that they deal with on the show. So, yeah. So that's, that's a benefit as well. Instead of the learning channel, uh, instead of... Yeah, his, yeah. Uh, instead of in, uh, Disney Junior, uh, <laughs> yeah. definitely... I think Rick and Morty would be a very different show if it was featured on Disney Junior. But, you know, that's that's neither here nor there. Yeah, or Nick Junior with a Square. I, I, I have a feeling Justin <laughs> Roiland never shopped the concept to a, a children's network. That probably That probably wasn't a thing. Yeah, and, you know, maybe that's to his benefit. To everyone's benefit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so you've got a few things planned for us. This is episode zero, uh, but you probably already know that based on the show title. Uh, but yeah, so so season three is not out yet, but we wanted to take this opportunity to introduce ourselves, tell a little bit about uh, some of our favorite episodes of Rick and Morty thus far. Uh, and then we picked an episode that is hot on the minds of all Rick and Morty fans, uh, the season two finale for us to kind of get into the groove of, of how this show is going to work. Uh, but up first, you wanted to list our top three episodes, your favorite three and my favorite three. We, we, we picked these out individually. We did not discuss what our top three were ahead of time. But no, I we, think we once we, fi- we figured out what the list was, we two-thirds of them are identical. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, do you do you want to roll with your top three first, and then I'll I'll chime in as as we go go along. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Yeah, I I you know as part of our introduction because we're both Rick and Morty fans, and for those who are listening, if you are listening, uh, if you are, exist in the space of us li- of listening to us right now, uh, you know I figure, hey, what's a what's a better way than giving our top three episodes? Uh, to find out who we are and where we stand on on Rick and Morty, right? And and I say this knowing that all 21 episodes are all they're all great, and it was really it was really hard uh, narrowing them down. I narrowed I 
I did a top 10 on them and that was that was difficult as it is. So top three, it's difficult, but let's roll with it. My number one, uh, I have Lawnmower Dog of season one. <laughs> uh, go ahead, Travis. Isn't, isn't it based on that crappy movie that you love so much? Yeah, lawn, Lawnmower Man. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I, the thing about Lawnmower Dog, other than, you know, uh, wondering where his testicles are, it's I I love that it goes so far into and grabs so many references, and then goes into a Nightmare on Elm Street a parody with 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 Scary Terry bitch yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean I I happen to love uh uh what's what's the movie um Nightmare on Elm Street Ince- Inception 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 so so Incepticles so the the original concept of going to someone's dreams so that you can get an A in math. Uh yeah that's that's uh I'm I'm down with that to begin with but <laughs> but I like I like how how perverted and strange each each dream level gets and uh and just you know hitting dream bedrock where where they can go no lower than than running around uh being chased by scary Terry until they figure out they can actually hide I, I love uh, that I love that line too, the dream bedrock, because it, it speaks directly to your Minecraft sensibilities. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> You're like nah, you, you know, know you've it. hit the bottom when you can mine no further. <laughs> uh yeah. I I love the line in there. Uh and obviously as this show goes on, you I'm gonna have to let you guys know that I'm I'm bad with remembering the exact quotes. So I'm just gonna paraphrase uh with the you can run but you can't hide, bitch. He's like, well, he keeps saying we we can run, but we can't hide. But why would he? Why would he tell us that? We we should just try hiding. And then, like three hours later, or whatever, and he's <laughs> yeah. just like lurking through bushes, like, mm, ah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then he goes home to his 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 semi stable home life. For, that's that's unfulfilling for some scary coitus. <laughs> uh, so, did you say that was your number three episode or your number one episode? No, that's my number one. I I I did it backwards. I started with number one, and all right, uh, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I'm gonna go uh, worse. Well, well, I don't know if this is my number one per se, but because it's the only one that we diverge on between our top three, I will uh, talk about uh, one of my favorite top three episodes, which is Anatomy Park. Uh, again, another another season one episode. Uh, the the Christmas special, if you will, the the Christmas episode <laughs> of Rick and Morty, uh, the the side plot dealing with uh, Jerry's parents and their unique uh, living arrangement that they have now that they've freed themselves <laughs> in their older age. Uh, but really, the the crux of this episode being Anatomy Park, the theme park built within uh, a homeless person who Rick <laughs> checks up on every Christmas, but really he's just uh, getting vials for the theme park gone wrong with all of the infectious diseases living inside this man uh, just turned into a theme park. I love theme parks, and this spoke to me. Pirates of the Pancreas, an extremely underrated attraction, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, you should really just do yourself a favor if you have time to go check it out. Obviously, you're biased, uh, but, <laughs> but, I, th- but I, think it's, I think it's great. Yeah, I, I, love that. I love that episode because I, I really I, I love that Rick and Morty they managed to kind of consolidate a bunch of different ideas and concepts like the whole uh, uh inner space kind of the Dennis Quaid Martin Short movie where they they go in, oh, yeah. go inside Dennis or uh, Dennis Quaid goes inside Martin Short right and then 
and then mixing that up with obviously Jurassic Park or Westworld if you want to if you want to get oh that. If you, they're they're predicting what I mean it's, I guess they could be referencing the seventies movie Westworld but yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean I mean if you're getting topical right you know if you want to just uh, so we can put Westworld in the in the search yeah. for this for this episode the hit, maze hit that the maze is not for you <laughs> Travis uh, but yeah no and the the Jurassic Park references are excellent. Um, the journey through inner space, if you will, but all all that it just uh, and then of course blowing the dude up to supersize, <laughs> so you have a giant naked homeless dude going across the continental U.S. Uh, and then exploding him and it raining blood on Christmas. Uh, <laughs> what what more what more to love from Rick and Morty? Uh, we have we have two more episodes in our top three. Yeah, yeah. That, Both that... of us independently picked these two to be in our top three. So go. Why don't you go ahead and uh, hit us with another one? Yeah, so that was my number two, right? Uh, so we don't have to talk more about it because we we just talked at length. That was your number two? That was my number two, yeah. Oh, I, I thought that was the one that we diverged on, so I have to figure no. out which Okay. No, you jerk. No, the the, uh, we, the one we diverged on is, is next. And really, okay. I, I, I think this is my number one, and taking it back, I think this one is my number one, uh, which is Rixty Minutes, which is, this is, this is my go-to... Well, it was my go-to. Uh, you have to watch this show episode where like somebody new is coming in. They're like Rick and Morty, what's that? And I would show them this episode because it, this is how I was introduced to it, right? With the with the come on, Gazorp, Gazorp Field, go eat, <laughs> right? Uh, but I've I, I've I found that maybe it's not for everybody because they don't necessarily understand the tone of the show yet. Right. This yeah. is. This I, is I, I think it comes along at a good time in the season. Yeah. Where you're starting to understand how things work within the Rick and Morty. Uh, I was gonna say universe, but it it spans beyond universes and, yeah. and dimensions and realities. So, uh, but within the 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 framework of the show, it sits at a good spot where you're like, okay, interdimensional cable that that's a thing that can be a thing here, and we can accept it. So. Yeah, it's 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 a point where you understand the the family dynamics with with Jerry and Beth and Summer and Morty already. So you understand that yeah, Jerry and Beth aren't the the most um they're they're not the best man and wife, right? Sure, sure. Uh, but they, it, they have their problems. <laughs> but they have their problems. But it's just so Ansemize Johnson. I mean, come on, <laughs> come on, come, come on. on, ball fondlers. Come on, it's just it's just so damn good and, and real turbulent juice and the 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 loose (laughs) improvisational feel of the entire episode is so spectacular and makes me crack up especially like at the end of some of the clips where we just hear him it's just two brothers and then he like trails off into laughter yeah like where like they just keep it in but you know he's already broken character within within the framework (laughs) of that session but they're just like all right whatever just just animate that part too yeah uh yeah i love it that that episode also has what I think a lot of fans uh, reflect on as one of the more serious moments within the first season, if not the series at large, uh, where Morty is talking to Summer and references back to burying his own body in the backyard. Yeah. And sort of the Summer's wrapped up in this whole uh, existence thing and whether or not she belongs or anything. And you get that line about yeah. uh, nobody exists on purpose. Uh, nobody belongs anywhere everyone's gonna die come watch tv yeah and i think i think a lot of people have gravitated towards that uh, who enjoy the show and and again in 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 an episode where you have a lot of zany uh 
stuff that doesn't make sense, they also hit you with a really hard point, and yeah. that ties into other episodes as well. My, um, and I think really sets this particular episode apart within the series. My my wife, as you know, Travis, she this is like one of her favorite quotes, and she she tells it to people who don't watch the show. She's like, "Yeah, I really like this this quote. Uh, nobody exists on purpose. Nobody belongs anywhere. Everyone's gonna die. Come watch TV." And nobody gets it. They don't. They yeah, don't, they yeah. don't understand it. They're like, "Oh, Chelsea, that's super are, are, dark." And are you, do you need do you need a hug? Uh, <laughs> there are, there are suicide helplines out there. Like we're here for you. Uh, and she's she's already like planning on getting a tattoo for it. <laughs> so, All right. Okay. Yeah, she's wonderful. Um, what what's your what's your number three going on? I, this is where we diverge, I believe. Yeah, because because this was all, that that episode was also one of my top three. So the episode that. I also have is total Rick call. Uh, and this is a season two episode. This is the uh, parasite episode where, and, and, and much like in Rick's D minutes, this is an episode where I feel like the writers uh, took an improvisational approach and just said yes to everything. Like come up with a character. We'll put it in the show. <laughs> um, and, and, and I really enjoy uh, this is the first appearance of Mr. Poopy Butthole, uh, yes. a, a favorite of both of ours. Um, but yeah, th- this episode, it, it takes an interesting look at, you get all these weird characters and you get all these flashback scenes, which are all in and of themselves pretty hilarious. But I like the bigger part of it when they're trying to decide who is a parasite and who isn't. And the fact that only people that you have bad memories with are the ones that you get to keep. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and you know, it's it's just this weird sort of uh, twisted take on reality, but it's true that, you know, life isn't all happiness, sunshine, and rainbows, but there's some some bad stuff that happens too, and those are the things that sometimes we remember, but they're the parts that also make us human and make us real and make us who we are. So, uh, yeah, and the fact there's a part, like, right at the end where Jerry's just, like, at the table, like, this is our family. This is what we're left with. All those great people, and this is what we're stuck with. Um, and then they shoot Mr. Poopy Butthole. Yeah, poor, poor uh, <laughs> Mr. Poopy Butthole. Uh, he told me to tell you he's sorry you don't have any bad memories of him. Uh, which, cut you right through the heart. Which I, I don't want to get too deep into this, Travis, but uh, would you shoot me? <laughs> uh, Yeah. Yeah, we have bad memories yeah. of, of each other. Right? No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't shoot you. Oh, because I. Oh, yeah. No, I have I have terrible memories of you. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. No, I'm sure there's. You've pissed me off before. Have I? You know, that's that's part of a working relationship. Have I? You son yeah. of a bitch. We can we can <laughs> talk about that offline. <laughs> you son of a bitch. You've been keep you've been keeping stuff from me. Been holding out on you. I'm sure you'd shoot me in a heartbeat. Yeah. I'm no. Just, I'm just so great. I don't need to think there's parasites to shoot you in the forehead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, well, well, let's get into your final top three episode of Rick and Morty. Did, no, I, we we talked about all mine. Lawnmower Dog, Anatomy Park, Ricksty Minutes. Those oh, are, that's right. Okay, oh, so we hit them dog. all. We did it. Don't we even trip. It. Don't even trip. Wubble up a dub dub. Uh, oh, that's also in uh, Total Rick Hall where <laughs> they highlight like oh, just a whole bunch of Rick <laughs> taglines, and that's the way the news goes. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, another just a lot of great stuff in that episode. Um, do you want to discuss characters a little bit, or do you want to get um, into 
season three episodes? What do you, what do you, what do you, where do you want to go from here? Uh, we, you know, we, we don't need to talk about, we don't need to talk about characters. I think as when season three comes out, I think we'll start exploring the characters a little bit more, uh, as, as we go forward. Uh, absolutely. So, I, I mean, they're, they're still evolving, right? Um, so, so I'm, I'm interested to see where they go from here. And I think we can highlight maybe a character as per episode, cause I'm sure there's going to be a character centric, uh, storylines. Okay. Absolutely. But what, what we can talk about is let's just talk about the end, the very, very last episode of season two. Uh, what what are your thoughts on on that? Right. Leading into season three. Well, I, I think the show um, and you mentioned Lost earlier. One of the things I like about Lost is how it expands on itself um, as as the show goes on, where you start with a, a small island and then you learn about Dharma and, and on and on it goes. Uh, Rick has always had a large scope. But I think some of the intricacies of that have um, kind of developed over the course of the show. So this uh, intergalactic federation uh, that that has been hunting Rick and his and his pals because of uh, them basically being like terrorists, maybe, or fighting in a in a war against them. Yeah. Um, I think that is an interesting uh, perspective on the show, and some something that they can expand on in season three where now we, when we left the end of season two, uh, earth was added into that collective of, uh, being a part of this interdimensional or, or intergalactic federation. And now you have alien tourism on earth and things like that. Uh, it's possible that they will continue with that and keep running with that theme or, they can tie something up very quickly in the first episode of season three yeah. and completely shift away and go right back into sort of that sitcom format of every day is, is, is a, is a fresh start. So um, we'll see. Obviously Rick is in prison mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to have to figure out some way to, to get him out of there as, as Mr. Poopy butthole says at the very end, like post credit scene of season two, how how are we gonna get out of this one? <laughs> Wait and see. Uh, and I, and I think the big question on everybody's mind is when is season three gonna happen? Yeah, I think that's what. If you head out to the Rick and Morty subreddit, that's pretty much the solid feeling on <laughs> on everybody's mind. Yeah, yeah. In, in in between some of the the amazing art that was over at uh, in Los Angeles this past weekend with the uh, the 1988 gallery, there there's mm-hmm. there's a bunch of great great art out there. Uh, but uh, yeah, and. I mean, other than that, you know, Justin Roiland tweeted yesterday, where the hell is season three? Uh, <laughs> and, and and so I don't know if that's a that's a troll or he's like he's legitimately like, I, I'm here. I co-created it. And I don't know when yeah. season three is coming out. Uh, I There may be a little trollish behavior there. <laughs> um, Obviously, he's he's egging on the fans and, and, and staying engaged because everybody's everybody's excited for for the next season. The show has grown. The fan base has grown. Um, not grown like G-R-O-A-N. Like, they're not groaning. <laughs> but <laughs> Or or, um, or Matt. Graining. Matt Graining. Uh, yeah. Uh, bad, bad joke. But. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah. So, I, I'm, I think, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm interested to see where the show goes. I hope that they keep some of the fallout. I'm certain things you have to keep. Obviously, uh, a lot of Rick's friends are dead. Uh, things like that. Yeah. So I mean, I want to. I want to. Here's the biggest question: What happened to, to Squanchy? 
oh, at, at, yeah. at, at the end. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You know, he got huge. And every time I watch that episode, and I've watched it, I've watched it dozens of times, as I'm sure many of the fans have watched dozens of times. Like he gets all he gets all big, buff, and badass. Uh, and do do the lasers penetrate him? I don't know. I don't know. Is he okay? I hope he's okay. Uh, I I I really, in my heart of hearts, am am hoping that we see that little squanch again. Yeah. Uh, or big squanch. He can be in either form. I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll accept it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, one of the things we want to do with this show, right? We don't want it just to be us talking, uh, which is, I mean, primarily it's going to be us talking. But what we want to do is get some of the fan feedback. And when I say fan, obviously I don't mean for this show. I mean about Rick and Morty, right? Because that, <laughs> yes. that's, that's the focus. Ha- fans of this podcast, I will welcome those if that should happen. But... <laughs> primarily fans of of rick and morty exactly exactly so what we're going to be doing we're going to be out going out to facebook we're going to be going out to the rick and morty subreddit uh and we're going to be we're going to go out there and we're going to grab theories thoughts and so if you want anything uh to be brought up on the show let us know we have we have a few ways to get a hold of us um we have rick and morty pod at gmail.com we're also at Rick and Morty Pod on Twitter, so you can go out there and, and you can hit us up and send us some thoughts. But we're going to be grabbing them anyway. And yeah, ab- absolutely. We'll 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 scour the social medias, um, head out to subreddits, things like that, to draw in uh, not just our thoughts, but but yours as well. But if you have specific things that you would like uh, discussed on the show or particular points about an episode, make sure to hit us up on that on those social threads. Uh, Twitter's Twitter's a great way Twitter's. Uh, to get a hold of us. So, um, so yeah, and and we will include your your input on the show. We want this to be a two way discussion, yeah. a three way, three because it's a, it's a two way right yes. now. Yes, auto erotic assimilation. We we definitely want to have a three way. So um, <laughs> yeah. All right. Any <laughs> anything else before we before we get out of here on episode zero? No, no way, man. No way. That just. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this. This is our inaugural episode. If there's anything that you specifically want to hear about or anybody that you want to hear from, uh, not no guarantees that we will get a hold of them or have them on the show, but uh, we will definitely try to do that. Absolutely. And, and as for our next episode, when that will be released, uh, is up to Adult Swim and the, the producers <laughs> at the show because we, like everyone else, are waiting on season three and are excited to release our next episode whenever we whenever we have a new actual Rick and Morty episode. And if, uh, we're we're shoot we're shooting for Tuesdays, I believe, right? Yeah. On on the release of these episodes, so uh, new episodes will, of of the show will be out on Sundays. Give us a day to collect everyone's thoughts and actually get this recorded, and then we'll get these podcast episodes out to you uh, the Tuesday after a new show airs. So, uh, barring any unforeseen ants in my eyes or things like that <laughs> and if the end of season three starts tonight which it may very well nobody knows well you'll there'll be another episode here shortly and one more thing you can do while we're all waiting for the new episode of rick and morty is head over to itunes uh if you're enjoying this inaugural episode uh do us a favor go rate and review the podcast this is going to help other people to find this podcast and also help us uh, show up on the front pages and things like that for the new season so other people can join the discussion it would help the show and if you don't use itunes that's fine that's fine we're not here that's to fine. judge that's okay you know 
It's uh, but if infinite, you use Stitcher infinite possibilities of Pocket Cast, what whatever podcatcher you use to listen to the show, if you can just go rate and review the show on that podcatcher of your choosing, it will really help with discoverability. And yeah, we'll go. For, sorry, that's Snowball. She's uh, <laughs> he he is uh, getting excited about the new episodes. So. Absolutely, <laughs> we're we're in a timeline before uh, before Lawnmower Dog happens. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's the it's the time traveling episode. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. That's enough of that. Hey, thanks everybody for listening. I I am Brandon, and I am Travis, and we'll talk to you next time. Yep. Yeah.